following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 25th of September, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Gwenora. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. You are the world... Oh, sorry, that show went off the air. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they now still have the name of X. 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 Marks See what we the did spot. there? It does indeed. Uh, it just happens to mark Octail's G-spot, but that's a whole other discussion. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to know how you know that. Vegas, baby. I really don't. <laughs> really, really, really don't. So what happens in Vegas comes out on podcast. And it needed to stay there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just ask Barry. He has some heavily Photoshopped photos. Oh, boy. Oh, oh good Lord. <laughs> Picture it didn't happen, baby. Mm-hmm. See what happens when my wife's not here? Yeah. Yes. It's the damnedest thing, kids. Don't do drugs. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. So, because I'm in the minority here and, and I need to go get a uh, frosty brown beverage, why don't you guys just get it out of your system? Fantasy football. <laughs> it's not just fantasy football. It's football, it's football in general. Football. It's football, football. I'll be stepping away from because, the microphone now. Because, Go. Because the Lions and the Vikings are playing each other right. this weekend, and I'm a huge Lions fan because I'm from Detroit. And Grail's a huge, Grail's Viking a huge fan Vikings fan for some fan. reason. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> Considering he's from Chicago, I yeah, believe it is. I'm from I Chicago. think it's because he was bitten by a radioactive Viking when he was a little boy. It must have been. Yeah. Yep. So it must have been. Yeah, we have an intense watching of updates from the oh, Vikings. Oh my god, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's what I have game. up on my screen right yeah. now is the live cast. So I should have probably looked in IRC because Barry has probably a better chance because he's probably actually getting the game. That's, That's true because he's in so Minnesota, he'll isn't he? be able to give us a, li a more you know, rapid uh, update than ESPN oh, does. Oh yeah, he probably does. Yeah, because I'm kind of like, I don't have DirecTV, or I have DirecTV, but I'm like, I don't have NFL Sunday ticket again. Why? Yeah. Well, especially this year, considering they were like, oh, if you switch over, you get it for free. And then folks that I know that have DirecTV said they called them up, and they're like, we'll give it to you for half price. Oh. Way to keep your customers. Tied. Boom. 
All right. So that's Kept him out of the end zone. I can't complain. Yeah, we, obviously, and then the three all of right. us are all sitting in a fantasy league. Uh, yes. Three of us being Winora, myself, and Dax. Yes, they all heard about it last week. Yeah, yeah. Daxa <laughs> made quite a stink. Because I'm hitting Daxa. <laughs> Repeatedly. Yeah. With your bad hand, even. with I'm hitting her with the cat. <laughs> with the bad hand. Oh, we have to talk about that because I haven't. I don't think I've been on since I had this thing on. Uh, no, we talked about it, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So it's still on. I go see the doctor tomorrow. Yeah. In the meantime, I abuse co-hosts <laughs> with it. <laughs> it is in fact all about. She's the right love. next to me. It's like I can't help it. <laughs> just I'm having I'm gonna way. Sh- too, I'm, I'm gonna get way proof here. I'm gonna I'm show way the fans that you're hitting me. Ooh. <laughs> it's kind of dark though. I know. See, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, that's okay. Uh, Copy still loves me. So a lot of a lot of interesting activities. I mean, folks that play fantasy football um, or just follow football in general. You know, we've seen a lot of huge injuries this year. We have now our toilet trophy for yes, the loser the, of the league. That Daxa is showing, showing on, on the, the video on wall. On the video wall right now. Which the loser shall take a shot of horrible gin. About That's as cheap a gin as we can plastic find. Plastic bottle gin. From yeah. here. Plastic bottle store brand name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, that's even better. Like Kroger gin. Kroger gin, yeah. <laughs> Acme gin. From, from the two-gallon thin plastic <laughs> bottle for $2.95. Yeah. Well, we went on BevMo's website, and we basically did a price search on gin and like, went with the lowest, lowest price, price range. Lowest price we could get. And like I said, there was a bottle that came up that was a plastic bottle, but it was called the Aristocrat. <laughs> and it was like just the name, $5 gin. Just the name. Yeah, for a fifth, it was 5 bucks. Box. Just the name spoke to us. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's just. See, you know, we could class. go with like Boone's Farm or Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. That has too much class. No, the aristocrat. No. Is the aristocrat just raises up the toilet oh trophy my, to a new yes. level. So as uh, we speak, I'm zero and two in the fantasy league and kind of staring the possibility <laughs> of the aristocrat from the toilet bowl trophy. Whoops, that was my phone telling me that the Tigers beat Baltimore. Nice, Baltimore. So, so yeah, so it's an intense right. competition this year to. Finish first or not finish last. Or not finish last. <laughs> yes, yeah. there's some serious motivation. Yeah. So we are doing well with that. And obviously, yeah, we're, we're have all to take three. a picture when we get it named and engraved and put it up on the website. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or on the, on the league page. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I want to have photos of the loser taking, taking a, shot, a shot, too. <laughs> well, I'm, there will be that. Yeah. Because it's, you know, screenshot or it didn't happen. Oh, man. So speaking of stuff posted on websites, if you head over to vtwproductions.com and go to the Casually Hardcore segment. They finally got the video rendered from my episode of Forecast last week. Oh, cool. Ooh, nice. And you can yeah, see right. me famous Yay. on the interwebs in all my greasy, cool. greasy-haired glory. Greasy-haired glory? Yeah, I was a little sweaty that day. Hmm. <laughs> what? I live in Arizona. It's hot. <laughs> they make this thing called air conditioning. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and this new invention called showers. <laughs> Shower? shower? What is this shower of which you speak? <laughs> I do internet radio shows. This is a foreign... I attend conventions. Mm-hmm. There is no shower, only Zool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bottles of Axe. Bottles of Axe. There right. you go. thought that was the, funny. The TV <laughs> tells me all I have to do is spray Axe across yeah. my chest. And exactly. you will and have... And angels drop from the sky. <laughs> Chicks. Yeah, got chicks. it. Got it. Not just chicks, but nubile young women. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nubile young. Nubile super, is such a great word. Nubile young super. <laughs> it really, really encompasses you what know, it means. Yes, it very does. Well. Nubile is is I a would happy, ha- happy, I happy would, word. I would yeah. have to agree. Say it with me. Nubile. <laughs> Notice how only the men are into this conversation. <laughs> yes, and, and none of the heathens joined us. Exactly. Uh-huh. Great unwashed. 
uh, masses. I, if I recall, I, I am washed. You're the one who doesn't know what a shower <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> Nubile. Right, got it. <laughs> She's got a point. <laughs> I do believe we have already found this episode's title. Nubile. Nubile, yes, yes, I believe we have. All right. Uh, We're done then. (laughs) Wrap it. And scene. (laughs) Done. Back to football. (laughs) I hate you all. (laughs) Oh, man. So, no, we have have a good amount of gaming to talk about, too. A ton amount of gaming. Um, Well, I mean, the first headline news. Yes. Was yes. the announcement of the date? The, the date, date has been the set. most important date. thing they could yes. ever come out with and say for Star Wars. December twentieth, December twentieth. No word yet on the early uh, access. access for folks yeah. that pre-order. Most people are guessing right now three days mm-hmm. because it comes out on a Tuesday. So you figure probably that Friday or Saturday is going to be early access time. So get, get in I'll, on the I'll kiss you before you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it'll be about how long for that no long time. for the servers to crash? Yeah. Well, no, that's why they're limiting the. the oh, that's right. They are limiting. In. I completely so, yeah. forgot about that. I mean, chances are now this also means that since they're releasing or put the release date, they did their one mass beta test weekend a couple weekends ago in September. Uh-huh. They've pretty much said we learned a lot and went back and huddled. So I'm curious to see now how many more times over these next. Two months, basically, is what we have left to, to wait. Or actually, three months, I'm sorry. So, October, November, and then into Most December. December, yeah. How, how many more of these beta test weekends are we going to see? And mm-hmm. how Please, come more? crush our servers. Yeah, exactly. Get in there and, and play around. I mean, I, they keep tweaking things. Like, they just had a huge uh, blog post on what they're doing with the companions, which is a big part of it, and how they're, they're challenged to make your companion useful, but not so useful that you don't need to group with other people. Your own personal R2? Yeah, exactly. With, with like, flamethrower. Where's the balance there? You yeah. know, if I got a healer with me and I'm playing a tank, what, <laughs> what do I need then? You know, Leave us alone. Exactly. We're in our own little world. Max level solo, mm-hmm. baby. So, yeah. But nonetheless, huge, huge news. Obviously, you know, most of us have uh, pre-ordered, so we're looking forward to it. And Most of us not looking at Gnome have pre-ordered. From Dax and I's standpoint. <laughs> I was going to say, don't look at him alone because I haven't yeah. yet either. You have a Macintosh. Yes. You cannot play this you game. You cannot play this game. Well, I can if I do boot camp, but it won't right. be the same. So <laughs> I may sit, I may sit this minutes. one out in protest for yeah. now. <laughs> But it also gives us, then, a drop-dead date for when we're going to build new computers, right. yes. which is one of the things we were doing. Well, no, you want to do it by, like, the 10th. No, Black so Friday. Can... Ah. Black, Black Friday weekend. So basically, we figure with the way they come out with the ads now, you usually know the ads a week right. or two before. You, you can target the... So we'll be able to target the stuff we need no, to buy. Just You're going to Fry's. No. I would. I mean, I think you know. Last usually, Best Buy throws some decent deals if you can get there and, and get in on them. I mean, for certain components. Bite your tongue. Fries is okay. Is usually good as well, and I'm sure you know we'll get some of the stuff from there. But last year, think about how many online deals there were. Oh hell yeah! I mean, that's mm-hmm. going to be another yeah. big piece of it. Is you know, I mean, remember Amazon was doing that thing where like every day they release little bits. You mm-hmm. know, every two hours they had a new huge deals. So, I mean, that's going to be a little... Uh, keep an eye on that. Something just, to just keep an never eye leave on. your room, though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, bring me the turkey here. I'm not leaving this computer. <laughs> I burned out another mouse clicker. Bring me a new one. Yeah. No way. Yep. Are you kidding me? Thanksgiving is the Dallas game. you got to be sitting yeah. in front of a yeah. TV. Big old TV. That's yeah. Right. Well, I mean, usually they don't do too much on Turkey Day. But that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's on. So. 
I'll, I'll just be be buried Boom. under under a large pile of turkey stuffing and, and cranberry mm-hmm. sauce. Always good. Because mm, that's turkey. right. Well, in my case, is on sale now, so we may <clears throat> we may go pick that up right after the show. Yeah. What is your case? You know, for like an Antec or something? Ah, uh, you know what? I don't even remember who makes it. Do you remember who makes my case? Cooler Master. No, it's it's like a Next. I think it's called, or yeah. I forget the name of it. Is it just sexy looking? It's, it's like it's, a stormtrooper. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it kind of looks like a stormtrooper, but it's because it's white and black. But I'm gonna paint it pink and black. I'm gonna customize it. But the cool thing about it is where all the components are located. You, it actually has a slot on top where you can slot in a hard drive. Yeah, those, just, no, I love those. Uh, and it's got. Nothing has to be screwed in, which is amazing. Yeah, you totally. Know, you don't no tool to, access, uh, baby. Oh, oh nice. That. So it's it's really the way the case is, case is built more than the way the case looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why I got well, it. I mean, there's some nice, I mean, you know, fans galore all over oh, the yeah. thing. And now, the big thing about cases, since I really haven't built a computer for four or five years, is the fact they've moved power supplies now to the bottom of them, which is... You know, when you look at it, you go, duh. Well, to me, it's like, yeah. but then it's like, duh. You want your heat to get sucked up out of it. And mm-hmm. really, those things sitting in the top of your case was just a massive airflow well, blocker. They were from mm. the, the old, old days when they originally wrote the ATX spec. The fan, the little tiny fan in the power supply was the sole cooling yeah. fan for the entire system. That's not going to work. Well, this was a long yeah. time ago. Right, right. This was the you know, Pentium One era. Yeah, where, I had Pentium One. Where your little tiny oh, yeah. fan in your power supply was sufficient. Yeah. Where your CPU had a heat sink with no fan and mm. you know, yep. the the bad old days. <laughs> so yeah, things have moved along. There's, there's actually a new specification that will slowly move to go BTX, where all the hot components are kind of lined up along the center of the motherboard. And there's a big honking fan at the back of the case that just pulls the cold air across all the hot components. Ah. But getting people to change specs is like plenty. Right. So it will happen in easy stages over the next 20 years. Sure. Like yeah, that. sure. But for now, the good old ATX barrels onward and just you cannot have too many fans. No, not if, at all. If, if the machine is capable of hovering, all the better. <laughs> all good. If it jets across the room, <laughs> yes, you're doing it right. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty cool case. Oh man, yeah. yeah um, Deus Ex and uh, Chad. It's NZXT is the name of the case manufacturer. Got it. There I don't go. know Thank off the top you. of my head. It's it's very paneled. I know they have multiple colors of it. The one we looked at at Fry's was with uh, black um, trim. trim, and then but you can get ones with like green and black, red and black. Um, I'm pretty sure I have it written down. But yeah, we'll have to look. There will be pink. There will. Yeah, yes. she wants to make it pink. That's that's you know she wants to do that arts and craft project on her own. That's yeah. fine. NZXTH2 white case. There you go. So no, I'm not going to do it on my own. I may paint it pink on my own, but then I want well my friend Marcus to kind of you know. Art it up. Art it up a little for yeah. me. By yeah. on your own, I mean not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, but, you know, and then always what I find when you start looking at a new computer, which I haven't done for a while, it's always the breath, especially for video cards. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to spend days just kind of re-educating yourself on where well, things are at. Are you going to do SLI? No. So he's going to do one... For uh, now, well, I'm going to have it, so no, I'm actually going to... I mean, if I do anything, it'll be probably Crossfire, because I'm probably going to go with an uh, ATI. Crossfire is SLI, it's just their name for it. Uh, you know, they make the difference, so... But no, both of them right now are stuff, suffering from this thing called micro-stuttering, where unless you have very high-end cards, mm-hmm. 
the lower end your cards that you put in an SLI configuration, the more chance you're going to notice the stuttering that can occur. So you make it worse than a single card. Yeah. So basically, you have to get a high-end card to make great use of the SLI. And if I have a high-end card, I don't really need to do SLI because I'm not, I'm not, I don't have some crazy 30-inch monitor right. that I'm going to run at 2,500 by or whatever the resolution is. Well, then you're not a real man. I know, but you know, I, I make do with <laughs> what I can, what, what I got. So no anyway, complaints. And that brings me to your, let's see here. Here we go. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Which also reminds me that I, as usual, have not given credit to our producer. Yes, you have not. In Internet Relay Chat, which if you are listening live, and you should be, you should be participating in, and you should be, <laughs> the Barry Von Off. Barry White, save my life. Actually, Barry wants to be called a nubile aristocratic radioactive Viking for the show. Okay. Our so nubile aristocratic radioactive, radioactive Viking, Viking informed me that if we've gone to overtime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. So, so that's his name for the show. Okay. <laughs> why why do I keep showing up for this? He's the narve. He is the narve, yes. He's the narve. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, just silence. That's <laughs> overtime. <laughs> so it's the it. overtime Murloc. There it is. <laughs> so yes, that's oh Star Wars God. news. Star Wars news is awesome. <laughs> and just a quick comment on that. Yeah, that's kind of sick. Dave's X is rocking a uh, fifty-eight or five eighty-three gig. That's a rather expensive card. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I hope you guys are going for full ATX cases because yes. the damn... And go for... I know. They're long now. They're the, super well, yeah, long. Yeah, they're going back to the original... Right. Vid, uh, that's just the standard size of an expansion card. Used to be. Yeah. But you've always looked at your case and you saw they had those little grooves for holding the end of the card and you go, <laughs> what do I need that <laughs> for? Well, my cards had to be that long and now they're right back to... And they're also double wide. They take up two uh, backer bays. Yeah. And, oh, they're crazy. Yes. And I mean, and of course, the power requirements now. I mean... If you're going to be running one of these monsters, yes. make sure you get you know, a 1,500-watt power supply. Are you going to do... Um, I mean, you can get away. We'll probably do like a 750-800 in there. I get mean, the modular ones. Yeah, of course. They're, they're beautiful for keeping the, taste, mm-hmm. the case tidy. But are you going to do anything fancy like a RAID 0 for performance since the no. drives are so damn cheap? It's, well, what we're going to have is we already have our solid-state drives, okay. which is going to be the OS and Star Wars. Yeah. And then... Uh, Yes. We'll have, you know, whatever, Western Digital, some sort of terabyte drive. Three terabytes. I mean, two backup. terabyte drives are, oh, I know. are 80 bucks. They're super cheap. Yeah. We, we could do something like that for sure. But, I mean, we already have NAS storage, so I don't need to. I don't put much on my computer yeah. that would you know break my heart if it crashed. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Never a dull moment. So, it's all, nope. yeah, it's all about ridiculous amounts of system RAM. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Eight, uh, you know, six, eight, twelve, fifteen, fifteen hundred cores. What we're we're shooting for eight gigs of you know Corsair eighteen sixty six, I think it is, and then quad core processor. Oh uh, yeah, we'll probably do the i five twenty five hundred K. That's the bargain one at the moment. Yeah, that's it's and you know, the performance increase from an i seven isn't worth the money. Super that, like oh my god, you know that, that you have to have it, and it's it doesn't quite justify savings, the, the yeah. price difference. I'd rather put the money on the video card than. On that. You all lost me at case. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, pretty much me too. <laughs> Pink case. That's pretty much where I went. Yeah. <laughs> Pink case. Silence! 
Just kidding, you didn't. <laughs> Penis. Oh, look at that. Okay. <laughs> you you want to keep going? Uh, they wanted a moment of Gwen. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't had one of those yeah, we haven't had one of those in a while. Uh, um, Where'd it go, a-hole? <laughs> should be on the first that page. Is not a moment of Gwen. Not even clear. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Uh, Good news, yeah. everyone! <laughs> it's hard to talk amongst myself if you keep interrupting with random drop-ins. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Uh-huh. So, Ridiculous. So, yes, the date has been set. Everyone who's going yeah. to play, go out and get your pre-order copy if you haven't gotten it already, because there is a limit. So That's go, right. Go out and get those yeah. fast. Really fast. So, yep. And that was for Star Wars. Have you found Gwen yet? He's right there. He's I'm right, right here. here. We found him. Done. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, where's Waldo? And, yeah, exactly. and there's only a picture of Gwen on the entire page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This no, could this could be Gwen. Else. Don't kid yourself there. You're a bit of a pussy. No that offense. would be a no. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Mr. T. What? Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? There's one of Dax's. I've got a present for you. I like that yep. one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think okay. we're, 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 just, we're I screwed think we're up. Done. Yes. Cue up the break one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to hell when I die. So no when. But anyways, we'll, we'll do it later. Yeah. We'll find it. Yep. It exists. Um, yeah. So no. that, that was one of the big gaming news. Yeah. Um, the other game... <laughs> There's a touchdown motion to my right. Not yet. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's close. But it's coming. We're on the Minnesota 14. Oh, no. Because we won the toss. Oh. Speaking as a game. Megatron man. strikes again. Did they put that new rule in, though? Isn't overtime different now? I don't I don't remember. I think they... I oh, maybe they did. Yeah, I think you have to score a touchdown, or if you score a field goal, they get the ball back. Then. That's right. Yeah. So I found a good one. Speaking as a game, man. I'm going to go. all of you. There you go. There's your moment of Gwen. Not think, don't think that'll go with their life. Everyone be painfully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just work so here. so funny. All right. so oh, I, they did I, kick a field goal. So, well, we'll see. Um, yeah, we have a couple other games to talk about, but I know so, we want to... Do we have Empire Emperor's Court coming up right after us? No, Emperor's Court oh, okay. this week will be performing oh, okay. on Monday. Okay. So we have no one following us. So I didn't know if we had to adhere to our half-hour marks or not. No, if so. we uh, run long, okay. there is no one to complain. Lovely. The Emperor will not bring the Cult of Emperor down upon our heads. Okay. We, we, need, we need not live in fear. Are you smoking crack? A little bit. Well, then mm. I'd actually like to say a little bit more about Star Wars. Just Dude, because go on. We're not done yet. When we yeah. did get to play at PAX... Um, what I really noticed is everyone, you know, everyone keeps asking me, so you got to play it. What do you think? How was the quest? How were... And I was like, I, I didn't notice the quests. I didn't notice anything about crafting. I didn't notice anything. What I noticed was that the lightsaber fights were, like, super cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I noticed. <laughs> I was... As a good Star Wars fan, that's exactly what you should notice. <laughs> it was so cool. Just, like, <laughs> whipping through people. And it was just great. It was awesome. So... That's the one thing I can tell you is I was kind of uh, focused when I was playing. I was just really, I wasn't even really doing the quest. I've got the quest, and I think I did some of the things on the quest, but really I was just killing things. Yeah. So the video game basically goes. 
This is the best game ever. Well, no, it's for me, yeah, because I was going in thinking, well, I'm going to check out the Bounty Hunter because that's what I really want to play. I want to play a Bounty Hunter, and then I accidentally hit Sith Warrior or whatever, Sith, the Sith fighter guy. And so I'm like, all right, let me play this. Oh, I got a lightsaber. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I want yeah. lightsaber. <laughs> I will yeah. play Pretty Sith much. Warrior. Yeah. I just am carving through people. It's it was pretty nice. nice. So it's almost a lightsaberish sound. Yeah, it, it, it was almost a lightsaberish. Gotta edit my sound file so when I whip up my lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to raise and lower the pitch. The hypno saber. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, it was so cool. But yeah, so that's that was the best part. It was just the fights were really well choreographed. And I know we were super, like... We were probably level 30 going against level, like, two items because we were whipping through those things. Yeah, baby, yeah! Exactly. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It was, you know, it was just a taste of early content. Yeah. Which was good. And there's a silence. Oh, I hear wailing of... The arch nemesis. Yep. Ah. She should should be soundly asleep at this point. (laughs) But we'll just go off during the break. Actually, you should be joining her. Oh, I know. It's over. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, I, I could have sworn they put in a rule change I didn't on think overtime. They, I didn't I think they not. had, but I couldn't remember. Oh, so. well. Oh, well. <laughs> Lions are 3-0. Oh, yeah. Vikings blow another halftime lead. <laughs> yes, they do. Jeez. They've been outscored like 57-3, to three, I think, now in the second half but out of three games. Bitter. No, not at all. AP got somebody some points, though. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We have the return of Northwind News from Amelia Overbay Day. This will be episode 67. Damn, 67. We've yeah, been, we've been so, at this a while. I was yeah. just thinking that. <laughs> it has been a while. We shall return to the interwebs right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Welcome to Northrend News, a proud partner of Casually Hardcore on btwproductions.com. In today's top headlines, there's some confusion at this year's Brewfest as the brewers and their fans find themselves facing a new method of ale distribution, the auto-filling stein. In past years, adventurers could fill their limited edition Brewfest stein with whatever beer they chose. But this year, the attractive purple collectible steins automatically fill themselves with a generic fermented beverage. 
But while proponents claim that this change makes adventurers tipsy faster than ever before, diehard Brewfest fans are angry that it takes the choice out of Brewfest sampling. You got to purchase each ale separately now, says Helga Hopsbottom, Brewfest connoisseur. And they come in those paltry little taster sizes now. Pah! Give me a bottomless stein and a bratwurst any day. Already, protesters have lined up outside the Iron Forge and Orgrimmar Brewfest fields, bearing signs like, Blizzard takes the fun out of quaffing, I left my heart in BRD, and keep your hands off my cup. Blizzard representatives declined to make a statement on the issue. Meanwhile, in Middle-earth, Blinky and Vixen have finally found a solution to their chicken shortage. What a good idea you had stealing a chicken from those strange old orcs we passed. I'm sure they won't mind if we take a couple to power up my purse and find our 2,000. They called themselves Urukai, and from the looks of it, they really did mind us taking their omelet makers. Well, once we find that one ring of yours, perhaps we can cut them in on the profits. Something tells me they're not real keen on making an investment in the jewelry market. Let's get out of here. Uh-oh. My person finder is getting wonky. There might be a problem with the neutron altimeter or the gizmatic sub-ether engine. Sounds fine to me. I'm sure it's nothing. Just run. But when the Person Finder 2000 explodes in a cloud of orange smoke and purple sparks, Vixen is forced to change her opinion. Okay, perhaps there was something a bit fishy about that Sabitha Huzimawatsis. Oh no. Oh no. I bet it's the strange chicken I used. She did look at me a little strangely when I put her into the poultry gyroscope. The whole trans-temporal lithium charger is about to blow. Quick. Pointed at those Urukai. That was close. Good shooting there, Blinky. My. my person finder. There, there. There's no use crying over spent fuses. What's blown is blown. What we need is a guide. Are Vixen and Blinky really better off asking the locals of Mordor for their help? Will our brave heroes ever find the elusive ring bearer? Or are they better off putting those orcish chickens into a poultryized sandwich? Tune in next time to find out. From the snowy cliffs of Ironforge to the looming Tower of Orthanc, this is Northrend News. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, plus one arch nemesis. <laughs> Yes, where is the appropriate drop-in for that one? Oh, I think it goes something like this. But she's currently satisfied by the presence of one bottle. Yes. Let's see how long that lasts. Yeah, indeed. Her hair's getting (sighs) longer. Her hair is quite impressively long and bedheadish. Curlier. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that just the bedhead? That's a little of both. (laughs) All right, so in the last week... As requested by many listeners, I've found a way to make the research thread visible to all. Right. Nice. And only editable by the members of the research team. So if you're interested in becoming a member of the all-volunteer Casually Hardcore research team, send me a personal message in the forums to GnomeWise, or you can send a message to the show to the email address ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch, as in casually hardcore, at vtwproductions.com. You will find the research thread as a child board of the casually hardcore 
bulletin board on the Versus the World forums. If you do not participate in the forums, why not? For they are awesome and populated by the very best that the internet has to offer. Mm-hmm. Now, this week's... Wait a res- second, we're not doing this yet. we got gaming to talk about. Oh. We're going to put the research thread to the next <laughs> segment. We can do that. <laughs> you can tell that this gives people time to go and find it, though. Yes, now they know where it is. And uh, PM if they want to join in on contributions but if not there's a if you just want to consume consume quite a few links and quite a few things that we never will have a chance to get to just do the amount that they tend to put out there no they always do a fantastic (laughs) job burying us uh in choice so so but gaming we had a couple well dax got a new game and then we had of course the release of gears of war 3 which is one of the kickoffs for this unholy season of just game major after game titles after game after game after game. that are coming out. Um, but Gears is the rare thing, and I, I believe I tweeted this, is a rare time where they hyped up a game a huge amount, and I picked it up, and it surpassed my expectations. This was Gears 3. Gears 3. Uh, it has basically taken everything that I enjoyed about Gears 2 and expanded upon it. They really, and this is a great trend that I wish other game companies would go with, they expanded a huge amount of co-op opportunities. Ah. I noticed that all the posters feature the three tunes. Oh, yeah. So now you have, whereas last year you could do online co-op for the campaign with two players or do a survival-type mode called Horde Mode with five players, now you can do the full campaign with four people. They have the Horde Mode returned, which is the survival mode with five that they've added a huge amount of enhancements to. They added another mode called Beast Mode where you get to play as the enemy and hunt down humans at up to five players. Humans are tasty. Kill all humans. Exactly. And then they have the uh, versus mode where your standard, you know, deathmatch, capture the flag, those type of of modes. But they've added the option to put bots in. So if you want to even co-op that, you can do that against the computer as well. So a huge amount of uh, different areas. They've expanded the weaponry. They they kept the graphics, which were already pretty uh, superb, have continued to be so. The plot, whereas... It's a little cheesy writing sometimes. The overall story is actually a pretty solid sci-fi story of a world that's being kind of attacked from underneath by these creatures. And then you add in Gears 2, you add in another faction of these creatures called Lambent. And so it's uh, you know kind of a good, the bad, the ugly type three-way uh, uh, fight that's going on. But mechanics-wise, it's very solid shooter. Um, the ease of which to get online and get into these type of games, either doing it with people you know or jumping onto a public game is very easy and seamless. Um, of course, this is on the 360 only right now. But of course. But nonetheless, uh, just incredible game. The Horde mode alone, just the amount of the attention they've given that mode, whereas before it was just simply you run around, you try to survive wave after wave. Now they've added a cash system to it. You buy upgrades, you can buy barricades, you can buy gun emplacements, and so you have a, and there's an end to it. If you can make it to the 50th wave, you win that mode. They put in a a la kind of quasi-leveling system for your players. So you actually, anything you do, you're gaining experience, and you level up, and as you level up, you unlock stuff. So it's how they handle, like, different weapon skins, different characters you can play. Um, very keep you playing. Gotta yeah, playing. oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, you, the influence of things like Modern Warfare definitely is permeated uh, to making you want to have that almost role-play light, even for, for people that go, no, I'm a first-person shooter fan. You're kind of role-playing you're, right you're, now. 
you're, you're suddenly in the territory of ARPG here. Exactly, exactly. We just did it so gently you didn't even notice it. Right. It just, just slide that in. You don't even notice. Just imagine the, the FPS players having the realization hit them. <gasps> no! no! <laughs> I'm worried about I that. I go towel myself off with some Quake. Exactly. <laughs> so, overall... Fantastic game. I made it to... Well, I kind of slowed down because I had some friends catch up, so now we're right around Chapter 2 or Act 2. Um, I know Aridan's up to Act 4. Um, and so, yeah, it's one I would recommend, even though it was unbelievably hyped up and mm-hmm. almost turned me off the amount of advertising it got. Still decided to go pick it up, and it was definitely worth it. Yeah, I saw the advertising company trying to recapture their... They had the one Mad World... Uh, mm-hmm. And they tried to do the same kind of thing with the, you know, the gentle music over the action right. sequence. Like, no, no, guys, that worked fine the first time. Yeah, and this one wasn't nearly as impactful no, as the last one. The only one that it's really worked well for was when Halo Three came out, and they did that whole battle, and it was a very calm music. Mm-hmm. And then you know, oh, Matt, no, you the, Ma- the Mad World one really? for the uh, I'm not sure it was, it was Gears Two. Oh, it okay, beautifully. All right, well. But they were trying to do it all over. Thing. No, and that worked once, guys. Yeah. You get, get an original idea. Yep. Need to stay fresh. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was playing. Mm-hmm. And then Daxa got a recommendation over Twitter. Yes. Uh, I guess I'll call him the Big G. Um, one of my Twitter followers when we the were... Big G. Uh, I know. Good name, right? <laughs> still, um, not, still not as fun to say as Boba Fetish. Boba Fetish. But. Um, so he, we were talking about the movie that we went to see, um, Contagion. You know, and I was like, eh, you know, Grail said it needed zombies. And my, my thing was it needed zombies and a plot. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, well, Dead Island has zombies, a plot, and baseball bats. Uh-huh. And then um, one of the Better people up. we met in PAX sent an email about, hey, by the way, you know, we're releasing Dead Island in a week. And here's an app that you can get for your iPad that has all the – it basically just tells you the, where, the locations of certain items you have to get. So I, I I looked at it, and then it did get some really good scores from some of the websites I was reading. Um, so I was, <laughs> I go, I want a new game. <laughs> of course, I have like ten other games that I still haven't finished playing. Yeah, details. Yeah, but so I went out and we got um, we got Dead Island, and it has been a lot of fun, and it's a lot of fun. Just like even um, Big G said. That he has a lot of fun just running down the zombies in the cars. And it's so much fun. <laughs> the double tap. And I do that um, all the time. Um. I just, you know, I see them and I just speed up and they bounce over the car and they go off the back and it's great. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of quests in there. And it they did explain, I think it was um, IGN whose review said that some of the, the things were a little glitchy. Like there's a couple things that are kind of weird. But the addictiveness of the game makes up for all that other stuff. Running, so you just, you just delightfully run people down with your Yeah, you guys are, uh, you're kind of creepy. I think this may be a stupid idea. <laughs> They're zombies! Yeah. They wanna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They want to bite you! Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, you, just saying. Just... You don't want zombies biting you? Double tap. <laughs> the double tap. No, but it's a ton of fun. I've been having a lot of fun on it. Of, of course, again, Airden stole it, and now he's like 10 levels ahead of me, but... Um, <laughs> oh, so sad. So That's sad. That's what your children do. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. To see him like 
sneaking it out of the upstairs Xbox and running down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty close to truth. A little close to home, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. Um, But yeah, I highly recommend it. If you want just a game where you can just kind of have fun and just kind of mess around and don't have to do a lot of really hard thinking because and squish zombies. Yeah, well, squish yeah. zombies, and they like scare you because these zombies they run. They have some that are runners, and they have they scream. So you're in this dark room, and you hear them screaming off to the side, and now you're like, oh my god, where's the zombie? Yeah. It's it's a pretty good. Well, game. they also have a lot that decide the you know you'll walk past a body that looks dead, and suddenly it gets up while you walk by it and then attacks you. So you're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was alone in this room. Um, but it, it's another game though that added again mm-hmm. a lot of role playing elements. Yeah. they put skill trees in. Your it, guy levels did. up. So you get skill role points. playing. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> You go on a bunch of quests while you're on this island where you basically talk to people and they go, hey, I need you to go recover this. Let's get some gasoline so we can burn some of these bodies. Let's do this, that. And so it has tons of side quests along with a main quest. They have a quest tracking thing where you can you know, pick which quest you want to work on and kind of guide you where to which And meanwhile, Dax go. is in the car. I reject your reality yeah. and substitute my own. I'm going to go run down some zombies. You can quest if you want. Oh. <laughs> no, I've done all the quests already, yeah. but I've gotten to the point where I just wanted to... Go kill some zombies. <laughs> well, it's and you know this is a game that I spent a little bit of time at PAX playing, and I played through the opening, and I was kind of like, eh, it's not that it wasn't didn't really grab me. And so Daxa got it, and once you get past the opening, it really you know opens up. It becomes a much better game than their little opening tutorial. I think leads you to be- to believe, but I mean, I already had a moment where I had a sickle, and you also have four different <laughs> characters that all play differently. Uh, the, from each well, other. back up the truck. Yeah, a sickle. Oh like a, yes, like a scythe. Yes. Scythe, sickle. Yeah. So you pick that. So I was playing the football <laughs> player who is good at throwing things, and so I walked out. And these two zombies started rushing me, so I threw my sickle. At <laughs> them and- beheaded the guy. <laughs> of course you did. And I had a talent that made the thing reappear in my hand. It boomeranged back to me. Nice. And so the next one runs up to me, and I just swing, and I behead that one. And it was like, you've just sold me on your game right there. <laughs> I'm going to light awesome. you up, sweet cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good game. It's just a lot of things like that happen where, you know, you'll be running around, you'll hear some noise, and then you'll uh, you'll go. What is that? And you'll turn around swinging because you know I'm nervous that way. So <laughs> I turn around swinging, and you just see a zombie head going off because a zombie was going to sneak nice. up on you. Yes, so I am a god. That's right. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, God S. Yes. But yeah, it was really good. So I it was surprisingly good. So shout out to uh, Big G because he uh, Big G. He mm-hmm. steered me the right direction towards zombies. For sure. Running them over. Steered them. Yes. <laughs> I, see, I see what you did yeah. there. Exactly. The double tap. Yes. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, and, you know, so those are two that are out right now. And so if you have any desire to play them, you probably should very quickly because, of oh course, gosh. we're going to hit... Arcane City, which we talked yes. about last week. Yep. You're going to see things like Battlefield 3 is coming out, Modern Warfare 3, Skyrim, which is my next, you know, I'm going to be lost for a few weeks on that one. Yeah. And then, of course, Star Wars. <laughs> no.
to play uh, and uh, Assassin's Creed Revelation. I'm sure there's even Ash others Rev, that, yeah. that I'm not even thinking of yet. Oh, well, yeah, are, Gog, all the specials Gog's been having. Yeah, oh, yeah, jeez. Did you see what Gog did this weekend? No. What are they they put every D&D game up. If you buy all their D&D games, you get 60% off. I spent 30 bucks and I got like 10 games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Including Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Neverwinter Night, the whole thing. Um, the Icewind Dales, both of those. I went and bought off of Steam the appropriate uh, version of EverQuest and then couldn't get Project 1999 working. Why? Oh, I don't think you can Why? do it from Steam. Yes, what? there are instructions for one there's one particular version you can get off of Steam. Which one did you get? Uh, Underfoot? No, you have to do... No, it was whichever one that the, okay, the instructions yeah. on how to use Project 1999 okay. they said to go get. Well, they used to have Secrets of Fadar would work, but they've just said they were going to remove support from that one. You have to do the Titanium Collection, Yeah, no, that's what it was. It was, okay. it was one of the collections. It was, it was the one they said to go get. Okay. But I guess it hates 64-bit Windows 7 or something. I don't know. Hmm. I get all the way to the point where I can log in, I can see the select the world, yeah. and then the screen just sits there blank. Oh, I know what that is. Oh. You have to. You basically you open up the uh, EQ options exe, mm-hmm. and you have to change your resolution because it mat- it tries to match your monitor resolution, and oh. it doesn't exist. Yes. It just blanks black screens on you. We'll talk after. This yeah, nice. it's very easy to fix. Yeah, and that's what I was supposed to be playing after replaying right. Bioshock One and Two, and then I went to get that island. Uh huh. Well, I was out right now. She'll be uh, making her final selection between Dragon Age and uh, Bioshock. Oh, okay. Ah, so, yeah. but yeah, no, the EverQuest, we think we'll probably just dedicate a night <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And just call it good from there. One mm-hmm. night. Right. That's all we get. Yeah. Uh, broke out in a cold sweat. Oh, you uh. need to uh, you give me get the old MIDI file. I did. File. Okay, I, did. Good, yeah. I did all yeah. the classic Make it authentic. <laughs> yep. Login screen, all that stuff. Oh, gotta, gotta, gotta I still gotta. tell you, there is not a better sound in the world than when you ding in that Oh, game. yeah, absolutely. That <laughs> ding, it, it reverberates so loud, and you're just like... Yes! <laughs> yeah, especially when you were in a hell level. Oh, hell, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was good. And then nothing makes you sadder than when you die instantly after, after that. You it says, you have lost no. a level. Like, uh, yeah, the ding sound. Yes! I am a god! And then you unding. Ah! Yep. I mean, kids these days playing your MMOs Lucky. never understood the concept of undinging. Losing levels. Yep. And the concept yeah. of a hell level. Yes. The, yeah. the level that was what? Easily. It was a mathematical error on their part. Yes. And then they kept it. Yeah, and they decided it's such an in- in- integrated part of the game that they'll leave that in there. Yeah. That yeah. was bastard. Too funny. Yeah, that was. Uh... At certain levels, it would take six or seven times longer mm-hmm. than the, all the other levels. Yeah, like of course, f- they, were, they were always significant levels. Like, yes. Big stuff was being like level 50 was, yeah. was one of them. Yeah. Uh, why exactly am I trying to make this work again? Because <laughs> you were not interested. So I drive my stick figure man around the way. I'm a wizard. Hey, you know what, though? I really, really like the look of my shaman. Yeah. Barbarian shaman. Uh-huh. She was pretty sexy. She had the whole paint thing going on. She had the on, The yes. kilt and why yes. a chick was wearing a kilt. I have well, no idea. Because, I mean, and a lot of this they've learned from EverQuest, so they gave you help. They gave you quests that are easy to identify. But no game, from a fantasy perspective, sat you in and said, here's the world. Go. Go figure it out. Yep. <laughs> You're on your own. And thus Alakazam's was born. And the, Yeah, no yes. kidding. Yeah. And every other site. Because mm-hmm. oh. you needed them. That's oh my because God, you didn't want to fight anything unless you were at least 10 levels 
above, above it. it. Yeah. You didn't want to unding. Exactly. exactly. Well, then to find a quest, you had to run around the town, hail every damn NPC <laughs> to wait to see if you get somebody with a bracketed thing. Then you have to try to figure out what the keyword is to get them to actually respond uh, to you. That's why, that's why I never quested in that game. I never did crafting in that game because it sucked. I mean, ugh. I digress. Oh, it's awesome. I, I did both. I did a lot of crafting. I made everybody's food, everybody's armor, everybody's. No, so you got your cold and shawl. Yeah, I got your, my shawl. Top of the line shawl. Did you means... ever get J boots? Yeah, I did. I you camped... camped the Cyclops. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you carried the money. Yes. <laughs> in yeah. Comfort. Yes, and took and spent the five minutes walking back to town mm-hmm. slowly oh, to turn in all those coppers or whatever. Gold. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, EQ for you young kids out there. My <laughs> lawn. Uh, the money system in EQ did not auto exchange. So if you looted copper, you just looted copper. It didn't automatically convert into gold and platinum <laughs> pieces. And they had a little concept in that game called encumbrance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where if you yep. carry too much crap, you move slower and slower and slower. And there were the J boots were the journeyman's boots. Yes. And were one of the few items in the game that would give you a permanent walking speed increase when you weren't begging for a spirit of the wolf. From uh, a shaman. Yeah. Or, or, or a druid. Or a druid. Or a ranger. Or a ranger. Oh, yeah. Rangers, rangers had it as well because yeah. yeah. they had, they had SOW and they had yeah. SOW too because Gwenora was originally a ranger. But the chances game. of actually finding a ranger that was alive was usually <laughs> very slim. Why do you think Why do you think I developed my archery skills so high? Exactly. Hey, wasn't, it, wasn't your last name Scorps? Gwenora's yes. Yeah. Corpse? Gwenora's corpse. <laughs> and, and it will be because when you died, you had, when you walked up to your court, you rezzed, and you'd walk up to your corpse, and you had to loot your own corpse. Yep. And there are epic tales of people looting their own corpses on PvP servers and getting ganked again and again and again. Right. Yes. And there are also epic tales of people going to loot their corpse and getting the monsters respawn in the meantime because oh, they're yeah. out in the middle of nowhere and they get ganked again. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Yeah, corpse drags and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Drag, slash corpse, slash corpse. You, slash begged, corpse, slash you corpse, basically corpse. begged a monk yeah, to, the drag monk, your yeah. to drag your somewhere. corpse. Monk or a necro or somebody who could move your corpse. Unless your monk was Mephentis, in which case. Well, no. <laughs> no, because we no, had. No, Mephentis was not a monk. No, it wasn't Mephentis. Mephentis no, was, was a war. He was a warrior. It was Aerodrill. It was Aerodrill. Aerodrill was the broken monk. Yes. Hi, guys. I brought the bombs. Now I'm going to faint. Yes. Oh, God. No, oh no! It was the Mephentis school of ninja looting. Yes, yes. yes. Where all he looting must be completed before, before the, the death body, animation is done. Yes, yes, before the body hits the ground. And I used to, he and I used to compete on that to see how quickly we could loot <laughs> when I was playing Gwen. Yeah. But yeah, when you died, your corpse, you'd come up to your corpse, and it would say you'd be standing there, so it'd be Gwenora, and then it would be Gwenora's corpse, and you could have a surname. So when you hit level twenty, I believe it was, yeah. you could get a surname. So when Gwen hit level twenty, I put, and I stole this from Kaloran. I bald faced. Stole, stole it right okay. off of him, this guy who used to be in our guild. So uh, I, uh, Gwenora Scorps, and yeah, I, yeah it's just Scorps. my. If I ever get into another game where I'm using that name and I can have a surname, that's exactly what it's going to be. Scorps. It's Gwenora Scorps. Yeah, my, I my mean, little tip of the hat to, to old school EverQuest. My, my favorite thing, I may have mentioned this before on the show, but if I have, you know, forgive me, because this always makes me laugh just when I think about it. But they had epic weapons in the game as well. These massive quests that involved raids yeah, you and had finding one, rare you? drops and doing all this stuff. And it was just horribly hard to do. So one time I was, you know, leveling my character and somebody over chat, they were talking about epic weapons and what they do. Because they usually had what was called a proc on it or a right click effect so you right. get something out of it. 
And somebody goes, well, you know, the, the ranger epic weapon, uh, when you use it, it procs a tell to the nearest cleric for a res. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That was why I, I had crafting. I, had, I was a boyer. I could make my own bows. Oh, yeah. I could make my own arrows. And Fletching, my archery oh, God, skill. Fletching was so yeah, Fletching. It was, but it was worth it when you got up into the higher level stuff, which when I stopped playing that game, I was starting to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could literally hit stuff from just about halfway across the zone yeah. with that character. That's why I did it, because I figured out really quickly that I was no good at in-close see, combat. Shriek, Shriek back in the IRC is reminding us of another thing, where you could enter a level-restricted plane, die, unding, and then you weren't allowed back into the plane because you didn't meet the level requirement anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember a few My times. gear! Yes, because if your gear went, if you went on your corpse too long and didn't, it would rot. It would rot and you'd lose all your gear. I remember being my wizard, though, would be sweating me for a port and I'd say, no, no, I, I'm kind of busy right now. And they keep sending me towels be like, okay, you want a port? Let's go. You want North Commons? Sure, let's do this. Oh, plane of hate. My bad. Yeah. Gate. See, See ya. ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about you doing that a times. <laughs> yep. Uh. So, yeah. No, I mean, but back to your, your point about making your own, you know, there's something to be said, though, about kind of making your own rounds and oh, yeah. making your own weapons. Yeah. And it was a very big part of the game. And it really, you know, it get, got lost in some of the others, like WoW or some of the other ones where crafting was kind of like, well, it's there, but really it's all about the drops that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and EverQuest was not because there was stuff that you could craft that you couldn't get anywhere right. else. Right. And the crafting stuff was good stuff. Yeah, it, it was wasn't good just quality like, oh, gear. you can make a monocle or you can make. Yeah, like, it wasn't it was every real once. It was It wasn't every once in a while. It was stuff that you really right. wanted up and above anything else, unless you're going up into the plains. Right. That was a different story, but. Otherwise, everything else that you did, if you crafted it and worked your... And it was a lot of work, and it was expensive. Yeah. Even more so than what they do in World of Warcraft. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, you had to do it one by one, remember? Yes, oh, you did. <laughs> Believe me, I remember. And then gathering materials was a pain in the butt, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, once you got up there, because <laughs> yeah. I had good arrows, I had a great bow, and my armor lacked a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I got the good weapons, and I can, mm-hmm. I could stand back and pull, number one. And I could kite like nobody's business. And then I could <laughs> yeah. stand back and just walk right past and get the war. As I'm walking backwards past him, all right, dude, all you. Yep. You know, and then the tank would go up there and get aggro. And I just stand in the back and wait for a minute or two and then just start bombing with arrows. It yeah. was great. It was nice. See? Yeah. Overall. I may play game. one again in, uh, in, uh, what the hell is that game coming out next year? Oh, Guild Wars? Guild Wars 2, yeah. Because yeah. they have rangers. It's a, yes. I have to look into it. I think it's another pet-based class. But I may play another ranger Probably. for that because that would be fun. Be cool. I enjoyed that character. It was it yeah. was cool. Oh, for sure. Sorry, my microphone was pushed away from me by the young arch nemesis. Yes, mm-hmm. well, she obviously does not want you to be talking. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. This brings us neatly to our next break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In which there shall be, uh, let's see, that's where it got moved to the wrong place because I fail. Music to adorn your ears with. Music. Music. <laughs> yes, music. Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> Hodor, yes. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from mm. JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at JitBit.com or follow the link from the front page of VTWProductions.com. 
com. We will be back right after. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality or their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. For those of you who follow Doctor Who, I was just enlightening my heathen showmates we'll here who don't watch Doctor Who. The most recent episode had a fun little bit with the Doctor Who Speaks Baby. Uh, was talking to the baby of the companion he was with and saying that, no, no, your child prefers to be called uh, Stormageddon, Dark Lord of All. <laughs> 
and talking to, t- talking to the father and says, um, he calls you not mum. <laughs> so there's mum, not mum. What's everyone else called? Peasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which, if you've ever had a baby, you know is fairly accurate. No, call her mum, not big milk thing. But anyway. Uh, what? That was from a previous episode. From the previously mentioned research thread. This week's title, brought to us by Sean Caster, is September 25th, 2011. Remember, be a brony, not a slash be brony edition. Those of you who are bronies or know anything about 4chan and don't go there for the first time because I told you about it because I don't want to be responsible for that, know what the hell he's talking about. Contributors this week include Sean Caster, Fangs with a Z, because that's what makes it cool, <clears throat> Boba Fetish. Mm. Yeah, I, was, I must give it the appropriate attention. Aid. Silmall. And I believe that is the list of people who have contributed. Now, all of you, as previously mentioned, can now see the thread and know the joy that is the fun, nerdy things they bring to our attention from across the interwebs every week. Gwenora, I saw you hitting the thread pretty hard before the show. What do you got? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Gamers succeed where scientists fail. Begin mm. there. Gamers have solved the structure of a retrovirus enzyme whose configuration has stumped scientists for more than a decade. The gamers achieved their discovery by playing Foldit, an online game that allows players to collaborate and compete in predicting the structure of protein molecules. After scientists repeatedly failed to piece together the structure of a protein-cutting enzyme from an AIDS-like virus, they called in the Foldit players. Scientists challenged the gamers to produce an accurate model of the enzyme. They did it in only three weeks. <laughs> uh, this class of enzymes called retroviral proteases, or proteases. Proteases. I think it's proteases. Has a critical role in how the AIDS virus matures and pro- proliferates. Intensive research is underway to try to find an anti-AIDS drug that can block these enzymes, but em- efforts were hampered by not knowing exactly what the retroviral protease molecule looks like. And apparently they now know. Thanks. To gamers. And there's more in the article. It's on scienceblog.com. That's awesome. Yes. Well, it was very cool. We have always known how awesome we are. Yes. I mean, yes, come on. Don't make me reach for the drop-in. Let's see. What page are we on here? Uh, we get to share it this time. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes, indeed we are. <laughs> well, or we have a, a really weak look. We have a lot of time on our hands. No, no, it couldn't be that. We're, we are instead <laughs> merely Just awesome. awesome. Absolutely. It. You see? See how that works. Don't never underestimate us. That's what I get when I'm trying to do three things at once. I can't speak. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the Emperor's Court and Cult of the Emperor may have caused Netflix to rethink a stupid decision. <laughs> really? Timing was uh, fortuitous. The Emperor yeah. uh, went on a bit of a rant about our friends at Netflix. And from foxnews.com, which, if it's an emperor story, that makes an odd kind of sense. Netflix has something to say. We're sorry. Reed Hastings, the CEO of the popular DVD-by-mail business, sent an email to customers offering an apology and an explanation for a recent rate hike and service transformation that had customers up in arms. I messed up. I owe you an explanation, Hastings simply explained. It is clear from the feedback over the past two months that many members felt we lacked respect and humility in the way we announced the separation of DVD and streaming and the price changes. That was clearly not our intent, and I offer my sincere apology. 
let me explain what we are doing. And then he went on to explain that they were factoring the company into Netflix, which will be streaming only, and Quickster. <clears throat> yeah. 1997 called. They want their name back. Right. The <laughs> DVD and games by mail. Now, one small tactical error as a bit of a tangent from this that they made was not to secure the Twitter name Quickster before making this announcement. And as oh. it turns out, the person who owns Quickster on Twitter is a drug-abusing racist who's Ew. really, really enjoying all of the attention. Yeah, I, really I, is. I read some of his That's tweets. That's not good. He's a jackass. Yeah, think. The greater internet bleepwad theory in effect. We yep. gave him an audience. He already had anonymity. Oh, yeah. That's not good. Tactical error. Yeah. yeah. That just seems like something. That's like the first thing you do when you want to build a company. Is well, I think it just indicates how half-assed and, and non-thought through this was. You know, you go out, you get your Facebook, you get your Twitter, you get your your website, and you, and you get the sucks version of everything. So if yeah. you're Quickster, you get you register Quickster and Quickster sucks, and all those yes, variations all you those. own Absolutely. them yes. ahead of time. You don't announce it and then realize, whoopsie, we should probably have secured that ahead of time. That mm-hmm. makes no sense. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, oops. Yeah, this may we may look back at this and say this is when the end for for Netflix began, but. They've got a lot of stuff counting against them right now. Their separation from stars, which will take effect next February, which was a source of a lot of it's their first be run tough, stuff. Yeah. Um, so they've got to be they got to be negotiating hard behind the scenes with all the different movie studios for some kind of agreement to keep the content flowing. Because if there's no content, we as customers cease caring. So we shall see. I'm I'm all for them. I'm a big. Fan, early adopter, oh, love, yeah. love all the good that Netflix has done. Absolutely. I would, do not want to see them uh, go down the drain. So No. And they need to keep the good stuff coming for us to stay interested. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, from a television standpoint, they're, they're doing a pretty good job getting TV series in such in a timely manner. Uh, where they're kind of hurting, I think, right now is, is getting in bed with the right people, basically, to get first-run movies as they are released. So it's casting couch is the way they pay... <laughs> You got to think that, I mean, this is Hollywood we're talking about here. Something's going on or or we'll need to go on behind the scenes to make this happen. (sighs) That's kind of interesting. Barry V.A.'s come chiming in with, uh, no, the end began with the price hike. No, Barry, the price hike was inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't that much. It was not that much at all. Barely anything. I mean, Netflix as a service, as long as the content continues to be there. Yes. I would gladly pay 20 bucks a month for that. Right. So it is way undervalued. We have been, gotten spoiled by this 699 mm-hmm. gets you unlimited streaming and people think because they've had it so good for so long that it is unconscionable that they raise it one penny. Right. And it's just I mean you consider what you pay to go see mm-hmm. a movie or rent a movie on oh my any, God, it's so expensive on any other yeah. service. It was $22 to go see Moneyball last night. Yeah. yeah. Or just the, yeah. Other, the other options for getting it on your television. So you get, you get an Apple TV box and you go through iTunes. It's two ninety nine per movie right. to rent it for a limited period of time. Mm-hmm. We had a six ninety nine or eight ninety nine service from Netflix that would let you watch a smaller menu, granted, they have, you know, they have fewer yes. first-run things, but yeah. right. watch them as many times as you want yeah. 
for a fixed price, yeah, it couldn't last, kids. It was not realistically priced. So I'm all I didn't even blink when they said they were raising their prices. Right. Ah, they're, they're realizing that their service is worth more and people are willing to pay more. And I'm gl- I was glad they split off the sp- streaming service because I ceased using the, the buy mail stuff anymore. Really, because just the shape of my life is such that I can't really take time to peruse the menu and, and get things queued up. And it was just like, if I'm going to use Netflix, it's going to be a spur of the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Fire up the yeah. PS3, do a search right then and there, whatever I find quickly, because i got about an hour, an hour and a half to kill here. Play TV show. Okay, great. Got, got my fix. Oh, baby crying. Must go. Right, right. <laughs> well, I think also, I mean, there were stories coming out before this whole mess came out about the pricing and change. Well, they, the they rolled it out companies. stupidly. But one of the stories that was a few months ago is the fact that Netflix is making a large investment in trying to get movies faster to yes. their streaming service. So if they're doing a price hike and some of that money, because I'm not naive to think that all that money is going to go to that effort, but if even a little bit of that money is going to make it so that movies come faster to streaming, that's Bring okay it. by me. Yeah. Because yeah. that just is just works even better. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, they might they might have split their tiering to say, if you want to keep paying six ninety nine a month, okay, you can get this. But if you want to pay right. twelve ninety nine a month and get everything faster, I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So put me on the premiere. You know, must don't have to wait ninety days to get first run movie thing. Right, and you will have my cash in a very orderly fashion every single month. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, I know they're listening. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. You should, you should write that bit down right there, right now. Well, I'll pause to let you do that. Nice. <laughs> He's actually pausing. It's ridiculous. What? <laughs> do you want them to miss that vital piece of information and not give us the service we want? You know they're listening. Of course. Who doesn't? Moving on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grail, Daxa, you guys got one? Sure. I have... Um, and I'm sure Barry will put the link in the uh, IRC. Because that's what he does. The five most depraved sex scenes implied by I, Harry Potter. <laughs> I was looking at that. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Yeah. By the way, I have to give a shout out right now to Silmol for coming out with some outstanding stuff. Not that anybody on the rest of the, the research team didn't. He was just on fire this week. He's got some really good yeah. stuff in his, actually. I, he hit the jackpot with him. Th- this is a long, cracked article, so I can't read the whole thing, but... The first one is just, or number five is Dolores Umbridge gets gang raped by centaurs. <laughs> that, that sense enough right there. I mean, the description they go in, because basically they're saying, you know, historically, if you see, you know, from mythology, if centaurs take a maiden away, they're going to go violate her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you, you have this whole description of what's going on. I love the very end of it, where they're basically saying the best part is the reaction of the two characters there to witness it, because you have Harry, who's naive, and you have. Uh, or let me, two characters watch Umbridge get dragged away. Harry Potter and Hermione Granger. At least one of these two know that centaurs are rape machines. Hint, <laughs> it's Hermione, the character whose main purpose in the plot is to know ap- absolutely everything. <laughs> Neither of them make an effort to save Umbridge. Potter gets in a witty James Bond-esque quip as she's being dragged away, and Hermione seems satisfied that mass warp rape is a fitting punishment. <laughs> we, we, like to think that on the way, we like to think that on the way back to school, Harry asks... So what do you suppose those centaurs are going to do to the professor? And Hermione casually describes to him how Umbridge would almost certainly be brutally violated by equally endowed interspecies rapists. And that was the day Harry learned that you do not mess with Hermione Granger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, number four, magical date rape drugs are legal and sold in yeah, the open. Exactly. Oh, those charm drugs, even in the uh-huh. movies, you're like, They're wow. in the choke shop. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, that's number four. Three is the um, uh, the polyjuve portion causing gender reassignments. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, it's a good list. It's a very funny article. It's very extensive, though. Yes. It's something, yeah. I mean, there's there's always subtext in books, and some people really reach sometimes for that. I mean, there's one on the second page, which is about Dumbledore's brother and his... Be- uh, gets busted for gets bestiality. Gets busted for bestiality, because there's a reference in there, the fact he got into trouble for doing a spell on a goat. Well, yes. and also, the very ba- bottom of the article, oh, and did we mention that getting a mix of human and animal hair in a potion turns you into a living breed? Breathing furry. <laughs> Don't blame me. We're just reporting on the fan fiction that already exists. Yes, this, exactly. is, this is true. And and of course, number one was Hagrid's father being the giant. Yeah. Yes. And obviously, obviously, uh, <laughs> just imagine duh. the physics involved. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Was a good list. Very funny read. That ain't completely right. warped. Don't do, <laughs> Don't do totally. Drugs, kids. Give me your address there. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Daxa? I just clicked. How do you top that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. I accidentally clicked on... Well, I didn't accidentally. I clicked on the bottom links where it's, where there was some more, um, which is the five most baffling sex scenes in history of fan fiction. Just because it had Picard on there, and I wanted to see where Picard was going with this. Mm-hmm. He's always doing something homoerotic. And it was like, Captain Jean-Luc Picard meets Elrod from Lord of the Rings, Sex and Sues. <laughs> I have no idea where they got that from. I don't. Just sick and twisted imaginations. Exactly. Mr. Anderson. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Scroll back down. There's another There's another Harry Potter one. <laughs> oh, God. Fred and George Lisey from Harry Potter hook up with... Lance Bass from NSYNC. Oh, God, that's just sick and wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hand me the still wall. I need to scrub my brain. <laughs> oh, there's uh, not enough beer in all the world. Oh, sorry, Spleen. Oh, that's there's just there's not, not enough so, beer in all the world. That's just not right. But as for... Um, I I, have, I barely went to the fan one because you changed the where it was at and I had to find it. Mm. But I did find that the Angry Birds tournament is being held at 32,000 feet. Ironic that. Ironic, yes. Yes. <laughs> so the Angry Birds Asian, Asian Challenge will really. have gamers competing in the popular casual game aboard a Finnair flight from Finland to Singapore later this week, the airliner said today. The Angry Birds, oh, an Angry Birds non-alcoholic beverage and fried eggs will be served at the Helinski Airport press conference to kick off their competition. So they don't have a lot of a lot of information about it. What? Did you just pronounce Helsinki Helinski? Oh, maybe. I think she did, actually. <laughs> just checking. Could have. <laughs> yep. Move along. Nothing to see here. Helsinki. Whatever. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a fun it's city to say. It's the dyslexia. So, um, Esthetia? Yes. <laughs> I'm a dyslexic uh, devil worshiper. I sold my soul to Santa. Oh, <laughs> nice! You're a dork. The sections of the world untie. Yep, I've <laughs> seen the T-shirt. Together we can trip up the world. Yep. <laughs> You're a goofball. What? Um. So you, you keep showing up. And the reason I, I I did the Angry Birds one is because Angry Birds. Okay, when it first came out, it was a phenomenon. Like everybody was playing Angry Birds. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing the Not everybody. Okay, everybody. But Gwen. But Gwen <laughs> I've never was it. playing Angry Birds. But like my nephew, who's five, was playing Angry Birds. And, you know, us who are not five were playing Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. But now, like, even at, like, even at my store, we have Angry Bird t-shirts plushes. and Angry Bird plushies. and wow. angry. It's getting It's a great. cultural phenomenon. It is. Indeed. 
And now they're playing it in No, mid-air. Indeed, that's another podcast on the network. Indeed is? Yes. yes. Really? yes. Indeed podcast. Indeed. It oh, is. Right. Indeed. Yeah. Check so, them out on the web, vtwproductions.com. Shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> plug. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's why I picked the Angry Birds ones is because it's actually becoming quite the craze. A worldwide craze, even. Mm-hmm. Fun game is fun. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. Infuriating puzzle game is infuriating. And addictive. Yeah, no that kidding. Too. Yeah. So, All right. So that was my story. I think I can actually top the five most depraved sex scenes in playing oh the Harry God. Potter books. <laughs> and I don't mean laying on top of them. No. Six, <laughs> the six most depraved <laughs> sex scenes. No. Again from Solo. Bring it. For Reginald. Ten reasons why you should grow a giant beard. Hmm. Ten very good reasons to, dr- to grow a giant beard. Reason right number one. <laughs> it instantly turns any man into a badass. It's like having machine guns on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm reading it right off the website. Speaking okay. as a bearded man. Exactly. I can attest to it. Every beautiful woman you will you meet will want to touch, stroke, and possibly frolic in your amazing beard. <laughs> Frolicking has occurred. Yes, and the cartoon says, your beard is my soulmate. I want to make love to it. Reason number three, great for sledding. <laughs> and you have to see the picture to understand it. It's really quite amusing. It makes you appear smarter. Before, room temperature IQ. Yay, I like bubbles. After, intellectual. He's smoking a pipe. Reason five. In times of crisis, people always flock to a bearded person. (laughs) A tsunami is approaching. Where is the nearest beardest man? Have no fear, ma'am. Giant beard here at your service. (laughs) Reason six. It makes for a handy disguise. Now you see him. He's standing next to a tree. Now you don't. He's tied to the tree. (laughs) Reason seven, in emergencies, it can keep you and your friends warm. Huddle under the beard. (laughs) Yep. Touch it. Love it. Reason eight, easy sailing. (laughs) I can picture that one. The The beard is the sail. Of course the beard is the sail. Reason number nine, you can hide things in it, such as weapons, tools, and snacks, and it's got a samurai sword thrust through his beard. (laughs) Or a rabbit bone. (laughs) Reason ten, good for smoke signals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the end created yes. by the created by the Bureau for Bigger Better Beards. And this is off of biggerbetterbeards.org. <laughs> I am so glad I live in the internet era. I know, aren't you? <laughs> I wake up in the morning in a world where oh. biggerbetterbeards.org exists. Okay, so on the bottom, mm-hmm. if you scroll all the way down, uh, let's see, you have a couple of ads that are just basically ads. And then you come to the one that says, looking to make some extra cash? Sell your internal organs. Click here to learn how. Start earning today. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the next one, which is what Santa really does while you're asleep. Oh, God. And then there's how to turn your car into an unstoppable murder machine in eight easy steps. And then a very small link for the eight phases of dating. Cool. And then they go, on a similar note, ten reasons it would rule to date a unicorn. Nine reasons not, not to date a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Rex. How to impress a girl from ancient history to now. Zombie Harmony. Free online dating for, for zombies. Zombie Harmony. Oh, zombie. Zom- yeah, zombie Harmony. Harmony. <laughs> and you can add, these are actually links. You can click on these. And types of bad kissers. With two <laughs> characters that look like Kirby. <laughs> I want to know how to sell my internal organs. That sounds cool. Enter someone's first name. Speaking of Kirby. Yes. Kirby Mass Attack is out. Go yes, get it. it. Is. Go buy it. It's such a fun. million Kirby's. Ten Kirby's. <laughs> Ten Kirby's. Ten Kirby's is enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
dare I ask? <laughs> he clicked on that I want to sell my internal <laughs> oh, organs. No, oh, no. Oh, no, I don't have a photo of him. Hang on, let me go back. Oh, you have to give someone else's information. Yes. No, well, here, okay, here's how this works. Uh, oh, it's an online coupon generator. That's what this silly-ass thing is. <laughs> okay. So I clicked on these sell your internal organs. Enter someone's first name. I'm going to enter Gnomewise's first oh, name. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> it says, next, what's the coupon fall for? Gnomewise's escort services, Gnomewise's corpse, Gnomewise's balls, Gnomewise's soul, Gnomewise's freedom. Notice that the default setting is Gnomewise's soul. So we're going to click that. It's spoken for. Gnomewise is he gave it to Santa. Mail. I sold it to Santa. Upload a photo of Gnomewise. Not required. All right. Online Cooper on generator. Sell yourself. Sell your friends. <laughs> Freaking awesome. So it's it's. It's generating the coupon, I guess. Generated by Coupon Foo. Coupon Foo. <laughs> exactly. Coupon. Expires 12-1 of 2058. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm, way, I'm way more amused by this than I probably should <laughs> oh, be. Yeah. <laughs> Gwenora is a simple man. See, I don't have a beard. Needs. I don't have a beard, so I have a room temperature IQ. My Lord Blackbeard. 20% off Gnomewise's soul. soul. He wasn't using it anyways. Condition <laughs> slightly used. Spires twelve thirty one of twenty twelve. That's freaking awesome. I could see how this could be used for evil, and it rocks. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have done no wise's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that. I have a back button. Look what I I'm found. going to slay <laughs> all of you. Everyone <laughs> dies painfully. Uh, I be really ruthless with that. Uh, yes, yes, you could. Okay, click on that. Oh, just keep talking, white boy. Oh, yeah. I really need to find a picture of you. Any, oh, I need. I have one with the tiara. I need adjectives. Give me random adjectives. I need. Oh, two. they took my freaking kidney. <laughs> Shriveled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. She is starting to damage my car. <laughs> okay, I need one more. An uh, adjective? An adjective. Um, shriveled and engorged. Penis. Oh, look at that. Like <laughs> That's timing. I was ready for you. Nice. <laughs> I got there first. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 20% off, no wise's balls. These balls are shriveled and engorged. <laughs> Free gift wrapping with every purchase. Nice. <laughs> the testicle shop established 1957. <laughs> 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 oh, I am so bookmarking this page. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. That's oh. <laughs> oh, you got to feel sorry and for that guy. <laughs> no mice hates me. A little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just oh, a wee scotch. Uh, so what have you got over there, no mice? <laughs> <laughs> a head wound. <laughs> I have a baby. Oh, in a god, baby. Oh my god. That's in a bar. <laughs> <sighs> well, this one I actually ex encountered personally. Uh, our friends at Sony have been busy. Have they? Again? Yes. I think this is the no, this is the same one, I believe. <laughs> about their change. To yeah, their... no, we actually spoke we spoke on this yeah, last week. That's, that's a dupe. But well, I actually saw it come up on my right. personal PS3 oh, where yeah. I had to agree to not sue <laughs> them. Not sue them as a class action. So 
One of the, though, on the flip side, we have a story that's uh, Fortress Craft, mm-hmm. which is an Xbox Live indie game. Sells nearly half a million copies. The developer hasn't received any money from Microsoft, however. Of course not. There's uh, fine print. There's fine print. Uh, apparently, because it says, basically, this game is retailing for 240 Microsoft points, which is about $3. Yeah, so you multiply three times the 497,450 copies they've sold, it nets you around $1.4 million. Uh, subtract the Microsoft 30% cup, cut, and the developer should be receiving roughly a million dollars. Wow, that's pretty awesome. However, this same developer just tweeted, and so just so everyone knows, I haven't received a single cent of money for this game except for $80 in donation. Wait, what? Fortress Craft has been on Xbox Live Indie Games for how long, and he's still waiting for his first payment? Is this correct? That's certainly what it sounds like. If it's true, and again, this is coming from the developer's Twitter account, that would mean that Microsoft is holding onto a rather large sum of money from at least a single indie developer. Who knows if anyone else has been paid yet? We're currently following up with Fortress Craft developers about the issue, and we'll update this once we have more. Update. Uh, the developers have gotten back to me to confirm that Microsoft hadn't sent them any money yet. He blames Microsoft's current system, which is overly complicated and unwieldy. He says he still has no idea when he's going to be paid, but he hopes it to be in mid-November, but says it also could take as long as mid-February by next of next year. Yep. That's dis- disgusting. That's, that's how all uh, That's how all these systems work. If you've ever done uh, Google AdSense, mm-hmm. you've been a victim of the same thing where they show you accumulating all kinds of clicks and all kinds of virtual money and they set these thresholds and it's an overly complicated system to begin with where you cross the threshold one month and then two months later you get paid for two months prior it's always a lagging system and then mysteriously no check gets cut Mm -hmm. and there's no customer service line to call it's all you know email based or form submissions and stuff just kind of falls into the void it's all designed for these companies to hold on to the money where it can earn the interest and you know be spread around to do other things as long as possible and as an individual without a legal department to back you up you have basically no recourse right right you're you're granting a bunch of interest for free loans to companies pretty much Um, if they decide to change the rules midstream then so be it yeah yeah, so that's, that's unfortunate because they have, I mean, Microsoft, at least from a consumer's view, has made a push to make indie games very available on their live service and something that uh, they try to promote. It's a big selling point. But it's very depressing to hear that the folks that do finally hit finally uh, gold, basically, on yeah. it are unable to re- uh, recoup any of the rewards for it, or at least it's very difficult. Apparently. Or it's very slow in coming, yeah. at least. I mean, that's a long time to wait. Something we said for self-publishing, but, mm, but you can't own. you can't self-publish to a platform like Xbox no. yeah. 360. No. So you know, not everyone's going to be a notch and, and score with Minecraft. That's oh, too bad. Um, hopefully, they will at least at least it's hope. I'm hoping the end of the story will be that it's simply bureaucratic incompetence and the money eventually right. does arrive. It's just delayed, but they do eventually reap the rewards for the work. If it turns out to the Microsoft says. Oh, um, you've uh, triggered the uh, we don't give out large checks clause uh, buried in the indie publisher agreement, and so we're keeping your money because it was never yours. It's always ours because they can charge customers for it instantaneously and collect the money into their bank account within 10 seconds. Dispersing a check takes a couple quarters. Of course. Absolutely. Because you know, Checks are hard to write. Checks are hard to write. You've got you to grow the tree. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. You gotta pulp the tree. You gotta you gotta screen the paper. Yep. 
and and then you've got to refine the ink. Well, I mean, then there's ugh. learning how to actually write out the numbers, which is really I got to learn numbers. Yes. <laughs> I I, I got to go lay on the yacht. I I mean, come on, really, really? Yeah. But I'm not bitter or cynical. Well, I've got good news. Bring it. This should be but, a. Oh, real quick though, uh-huh. just for the IRC, because there's people going, "Oh, well, you know, they're they're waiting for their money because they, it's a game that basically rips off Minecraft." Well, Minecraft is actually a derivative of another game that was you well, think? so which they cloned from them. So, you, you know, don't don't banner around the the, the Minecraft banner. These too guys much. produced a game that went on Xbox Live. The folks that did Minecraft did not. There and they've got a ton of downloads. They're entitled to their money. Yeah, they they got it to market. They did what was necessary. Yep. They obeyed the rules. And now they're being punished for it. But I digress. That brings us nicely to our final break of the show. What about my good news? Good news, good news everyone! Yes! You can now pay your Steam account in rubles. Ooh. Rubles! Thank God. One ruble? <laughs> Two ruble? Three I was wondering what ruble? I was going to do with all those. I know. See, now you know. You Steam just games. like saying ruble. Rubble, 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 rubble. Hamburglar, what? Moving right along. Yes. <sighs> You are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We'll be back right after this. On the day she finally left me, she left one thing behind, just a small box on the table.
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Daxa. Now, of course, while you guys weren't paying attention, I brought in uh, the voice from within the void. Voice, are you are you with us? Mm. <laughs> or no, I screwed yes. You brought nobody. So anyway, uh, Daxa has <laughs> wonderful <laughs> things to tell the world about involving certain photos on books of faces and things. Yes. So on Facebook, I have just posted a picture, if you want to go to the Casually Hardcore Facebook um, site, of everything that's going to go into the Fendag. Um, so what we did last time we went to PAX is we brought back a ton of swag and put it into a big bag, and we um, went ahead and put everyone's name who had donated money to Casually Hardcore in the past year and drew a name, and then we sent the bag to that one fan. So we're going to do the same thing to um, for the fan bag this time. So if you have donated from January 1st, you have you will be put into a drawing to get this fan bag. Now, for those of you who want a chance to have your name in the drawing, you will have to October 1st. Right. So we're going to give you a little bit of time to go ahead and... Um, and it, it doesn't matter how much you donate. If you donated a dollar or you donated 50, it doesn't matter. Just some um, kind of contribution to the cause. Some kind of contribution. It's going to go into the so name. Are you looking at whatever next con we're going to go to or to bring you coverage or what equipment we can try and upgrade? Absolutely. Because that little mini recorder yeah, was I think, I think, awesome. I think we need another of those H1s. I think so. Because they're very affordable. They were 100 bucks or 120 with the accessory kit, right. which was useful. And did a great job. Did of a great job. So if we can kind of... And I'm looking forward to next uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Yes. Because those can be wired into their sound system very easily. Oh. And so we can just you know, put those in a little secure box, lock them in the room, just leave, leave them there with a big enough SD card to record the entire day's worth of fun stuff. And, Fabulous. Yeah. So if we can just basically have a continuous uh, funding drive going to just buy repeated H1 recorders. Yeah, probably. Just, <laughs> at the very least. So when One four, for each person. When right. four or five of us go to a con... And just split up, we can each have a device to record whatever we manage to get ourselves insinuated yeah. into. So it's just more content for you guys. Bring it on. Yes. Now, Voice from the Void, I think you can actually speak now. I'm sorry. You couldn't hear me before because I was smoking my pipe. Oh, you were smoking yeah. your pipe, I see. Or your beard was smoking its pipe. Yeah. I was just relying on the fact that you, you very likely uh, have some kind of opinion about something we might have been speaking about today, because, I don't know, you're not a very opinionated guy, but your beard is, on the other hand. Reginald certainly appreciated that link and uh, <laughs> all of the ensuing comments, and every time one of those uh, points came up about why it's good to have a long beard, he was just nodding along, going, oh, yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> I understand completely. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one thing I was talking to Dax a little bit about, and I thought I could mention is there is a new Dungeons and Dragons game on Facebook. Right. So yeah, tell us about it, Barry, because I've never played it. It's actually pretty awesome, and I found it through a mutual friend who started playing it, uh, Dark Helmet. Uh, mm-hmm. I noticed one day is that he's playing this Dungeons and Dragons uh, Heroes of Neverwinter game, and I said, "Oh, that looks interesting. Let's check that out." And it's actually pretty awesome. Um, it's set in a Neverwinter uh, area, and uh, there's only four classes to choose from. And you start out in town as a level one adventurer, and you can recruit other players' characters 
that they've created, and there's a lot of adventures to go out in the world and go on, and you level up and uh, do things. And if you're logged out, uh, your character can be recruited to go on other people's adventures. So you come back and log in, and it's like, oh, you made oh, you know, X amount of gold because you went on five adventures last night. Oh, that's, that's good cool. to know. Yeah, it's actually kind of fun. And if you add people uh, or friends that are also playing it, you can send them little gifts and stuff in the game. And but it's all just kind of superfluous, like healing potions and stuff, or you know, food, so that stuff they don't necessarily need, but stuff that would help. Is it one of like a normal? It's, it's really, face, is it like a normal Facebook game where it's time based? Like you can only do a certain amount when you're on there, and then you have to wait for like things to recharge. Um, a little bit, uh, but not really. There's, uh, I can't remember what exactly the stat was called, but en- it's like some kind of energy bar and uh, certain adventures, you want to start the adventure, it costs, like, your energy bar must be at least, have must, it must be at least ten full, and ah. then it costs three to start the adventure, and then you see another adventure, and it's like, you must have at least twelve energy, and if, you know, once you've, once you've done a certain number of adventures, you have to log out for a couple hours and come back later. Right. Well, that's cool. Hmm. I think I may. Yeah, no, once you're. Go ahead. Oh, I was just say once you're playing, you're actually playing the adventure, and it's all turn based, and and you're right in it. Not like that other Dungeons Dragons game where it was like, you you choose an action and then you know must wait ten minutes for it to refresh, kind of thing. Oh, wow. okay, that's good. Cool. So, what what are you playing then in it? Uh, I'm playing a wizard, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other? Um class? and. <laughs> It's it's really great because there's there's wizards, fighters, uh, clerics, and thieves, and uh, the obvious thing mistake people are going to make is be like, oh, I'm just going to grab a bunch of wizards and go out. But it's like you need a fighter, you need a cleric, and it, it's a pretty good idea to take a thief along with you. Although I did actually have a thief fail at picking a lock the other night. Uh, in, I wanted to go into another a room where I uh, there was an, a, an extra side room where I thought there might be some treasure or something, but it wasn't the end of the dungeon. Um, that's the other great thing is there's a map when you start a dungeon. There's a map at the bottom, so you can actually see how many rooms are in total and and which way to go. Kind of an overview, but you don't necessarily know what's in all of the rooms. And you can go back and redo previous adventures to re-earn like some money and some experience and stuff. And there's three different difficulty settings too. You can choose to do things on normal, heroic, or I can't remember what the hardest difficulty was called, but I've never actually tried it because I'm, I'm only level three, so. Right on. Pretty yeah, cool. Heroes of Neverwinter. It's called. It's a Facebook game, and it's it's an actual D and D Facebook game, and it's it's awesome. I've been playing a heck of a lot of it this week. You lost me at Facebook game. <laughs> Hater. Yes, yes, I am. You are. You have correctly figured me out. Congratulations. Yeah. Ah, you post on Facebook on the Casually Hardcore page, and only on the Casually Hardcore oh, page. Yes. That is the only part of Facebook. Oh, wow. You're so noble. <laughs> so untouched by Facebook because you only do the Casually Hardcore page. Wow. Way to take a stand. <laughs> Thank you, Graham. Yeah, throw salt this way. That's what you mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> Silence! Yeah. Uh-huh. Go to your drop-ins. <laughs> Our Facebook page is awesome. That's right. Yeah. And that's the only thing on Facebook that's awesome. <laughs> Except for the other versus the world fan pages. Exactly. Yeah, all the other ones. We have this little cul-de-sac on Facebook where the cool kids hang out. Oh, right. Yeah. We right. call it versus the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, who's uh, really, really loving uh, Facebook this week is the band U2. 
okay. Do, why? Do you know why? They no. were early investors in the Facebook uh, uh, startup, Ooh. and they received, I think, something in the uh, neighborhood of $1 billion this week. One from billion their, wow. dollars. From their, from their, their investment. <laughs> yeah, right? Hey, now Bono it, it, can get another pair of sunglasses. That's okay. right. Yeah, I think it was Another. something I heard on the radio about, uh, or a podcast uh, about uh, the some Forbes 500 list, and they shot right to the top because they invested in Facebook early on. Oh, hindsight. Mm. Yes. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, not, not, how many more Spider-Man musicals will that buy? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, turn off the dark. No, turn off the show. How, how many people they killed? Uh, I don't know. They certainly injured a lot of people. Yeah, they injured a lot of people. (laughs) And that's just the audience. (laughs) Thick burn. And you've earned your (laughs) Talk amongst yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Gwen. Yeah. How nerdy do we want to get on these guys? Then we got to go discuss our proto-nerd roots that we've been exercising in the last uh, week or so. We could do that. So, actually, I've gathered from the tweeter... And various discussions on forums. We're not the only amateur radio people out there in the listening crowd. Really? Yes. So for those of you who want to know where the nerd uh, originally developed and grew. uh, That's one good place for it. There's one damn good place where the modern nerd and modern geek came from. Uh, The uh, ham radio or amateur radio community. Um, Did I point you over at uh, Ham Nation? Yet? Were you... No, I don't. Oh, was that the podcast? Yeah, yeah they, they, they do a video cast and yeah, uh, also an audio version. That's that's a fun way to get into it. Um, I realize you uh, got yourself a, a vanity symbol, vanity call sign. Yes, I did. And I was thinking of getting a vanity call sign of my own W six VTW. It was nice. It was uh, thirteen dollars and thirty cents mm-hmm. to the FCC, and it I'm... took them about three weeks to do it. Yeah, so when when you get assigned your call sign when you when you become an amateur radio operator, you are assigned a sequential number from the database, but you can also go back and request a vanity call sign. Yeah, hmm. and the and the call sign that you get originally is also based on your geographic location. Right. Ah. So the east of the Mississippi people are all W's. West, West of the Mississippi, Mississippi is are all K's. Just like on the radio stations that you listen right. to, your AM and FM stations, they do the same thing with ham radio call signs. And then they'll give you a letter or two, and then they'll give you a number, and that also subscribes to the geographic region right. of the country that you're in. And then you'll give you three random letters. But then you can go back and edit it. And then, yeah, it used to be tied directly to license class, mm-hmm. and it is no longer. Because oh, under certain circumstances, there are like, because my original call sign was six characters long, right? And the one I've got now is five. I shortened it by one. Well, the they've revised. You know, back in the early two thousands, they they gutted and revised the licensing system. Yes. To try and, hmm. and re encourage people to engage in the hobby because it was way overcomplicated. Yeah. So they simplified it to just three tiers. You have technician, general, and extra. No longer need to know Morse code, which is a big rooster block for a lot of people, because who has time to learn Morse code? I know, Graham, don't raise your hand. Um, But ham radio is kind of beginning to experience a bit of a renaissance because it is becoming one with the Internet age. Yeah, it's going hardcore digital. There's a lot of modes, transmission modes that you can do that are... And also ways of tunneling through the Internet. So there's one system called... 
the Internet Radio Linking Project, where you stick a radio in one city, hook it to a tower, and then hook the radio to the Internet, yeah, voice over a, IP. an Internet node. And then there's a centralized switching agency that hooks it to thousands of other radios hooked to towers all over the world. So you can have somebody from Australia... With a handheld radio. Right. Link into their local repeater that's an IRLP node. Mm -hmm. Dial a number. Dial a number, go through the internet, and pop up in in, Alberta, Canada. Right. Someplace that, given the frequency that they're on, they'd never physically be able to... Reach. Even with a full desktop rig and a huge tower. 1,500 watts of peak power. And then just kind of call out and say, hey, anybody around? Yeah. And... Talk to somebody on the other some side of the, of the local, planet. Yeah, some of the local hams. Without necessarily having to invest tens of thousands of dollars in property to put a radio tower on yeah. without someone yelling at you about it and doing the old school shortwave radio bouncing signals off the ionosphere to reach the other side of the planet. You can now just do a handheld radio dial through the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's room in the hobby for both yes. because I'm one of those people who likes to take minimal power and go as far as you can. And go as far as I can with it. Bounce off the D region of the ionosphere. Actually, the, <laughs> F, the F1 and F2 region of the ionosphere. During the day. Yes. <laughs> but I think, well, the reason we're, we're up on this is we both recently tested to upgrade from technician yeah, we to had, general. We had our technician licenses that we got in 2004, which consisted of Nomois calling me and saying, hey, do you want to go get, after we'd been up to a friend's house and had taken a look at radios and participated in an event called Field Day, where you go out and it simulates an emergency, so you, you cannot set your, your radios up. Ahead of time. Yeah, ahead of time. You have to do it. I think they give you 24 hours to get your right. stuff set up, and then the contest starts, and the whole point is to get on the air and make as many contacts as you can using you know, emergency power generators, solar, you know, whatever. Whatever you would have done in right. a real emergency. Right, and they do have classes, and they the more outlandish, crazy things that you do, battery power and stuff like that, you get multipliers for your scores. Mm. You can participate using sitting in your house, using your main rig, using mains power, mm-hmm. but the more off the grid that you get, the more points, the more multipliers you get for your points. Oh. So that was our introduction to it. So he calls me up one day and says, hey. Let's uh, do this. Let's go do this. When do you want to do it? Um, well, the test is in like three hours. So we met at a Whataburger and studied for like two hours. And nice. I think I got a cram exa- session, baby. I think I got exa- with absolutely no odds. I think I got exactly what I needed. So Monday, this past Monday, I had been studying for a couple of weeks um, for the for general. the general exam because I decided I wanted to do this because when you upgrade your license, they give you more frequencies frequencies to play with and. You can do a range of much more things. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and upgrade this. So I kind of decided this and told him about it and went on a website and found out where the nearest testing section was, and it was over in Mesa. Cool. So uh, I went over there. We went over there and tested, and and we passed. No. Well, I passed, but I wasn't going to throw you under the bus like <laughs> that. <laughs> you got your general. I the, f- the first time. I like yeah. tested and got her technician. Yes. And I missed getting my general by one question. Yes. Oh, oh. suck. And they're they're standing there letting they said we can just retest immediately because right. they have actually they did. had like nine versions of the test. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, and they're the you want to retest? So I, I retested. Actually, the first time I missed it by two. Second time I missed it by one, and then by that time our babysitter was expiring. Yeah, so we and, I think, stay. and I think Ugh. and I think and I think Io missed it by one the first, first time, time, and, and then, she retested and got it the second time. And right. then I got a message from him yesterday that says, "Yeah, I went and tested again because they hold these these tests all over the place. Oh. Right, nice. Lots of volunteer, like r- really almost daily." And so they uh, 
they so he I got a call from him yesterday that says I got my general and I, and I crushed it this time so and I actually studied this time. yeah the guy yeah because I gave him my study guide book I said here take this you'll need this um, so I uh, even if you just read through it once um, but I called the guy who is our mentor also known as an Elmer, Elmer who got us into this and told him as I was driving away from the place that I'd gotten my general, and he was really excited. Well, he's, so. he's old school yes. and he's, radio operator, and he's forgotten more about this hobby than we will ever know. Ever know. Yeah. I mean, the first radio he ever built was back in the 50s, yeah. and he built it out of a television with vacuum tubes. Wow. He took an old dead television and took Rearranged the vacuum it. tubes out of it and made a, and built himself a radio out of it. Wow. Yeah, he'll know more about this stuff than, than or forget, like he said, than we'll ever know. Um, but everybody's got their own thing. Jim's whole thing is he's into high power. On a lot of these frequencies, more power, more power. A lot, on a lot of these frequencies, you can mm-hmm. you can transmit with fifteen hundred watts mm-hmm. of power. Um, the radio that I have right now that I'm just listening to stuff on, kind of getting my radio on or my ear tuned up, is like two watts. <laughs> Different realm. Yeah, yeah it's no a different kidding. way of thinking, and my whole thought is kind of the whole field day thing where I'm off the grid, emergency communications right. and stuff like that. So, well, Jim also he's has already, property up in the White Mountains where he has built his antenna farm. Yes, that you can see from the freeway. <laughs> yes, his oh neighbors love him. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, he's already told me that I have to go back up there because he's got a different radio for me. He's, yes. He gave me a radio and said, here, use this, and I haven't. Well, he's, he is a pack rat of, of epic. Oh my God! Have you been into, you've been over to his house, oh, yeah. right? You, you, the the man has never Phoenix? thrown a piece of electronics away. Uh, oh, he's ever. got so much stuff; it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's buying property to put more stuff on. Right. Um, yeah. So he always has a radio, and he always has a component. He yeah, always, he's always exactly, exactly what you need. He's always got extra stuff, and he's always telling us, "Don't go buy this stuff because I've already I have got six. it." And I've had the discussion with him about talking about low power, and he's like, "I don't have time for low power. Life is too short." So for QRP. yeah, life is too short for low power. So I'm like, "Okay, fine." So I've kind of branched out, and you know, I'm kind of doing my own thing with this because I think that you know, it's a challenge. To go operate with low power, and I get a kick out of the fact that yeah, I can talk to the other side of the country, with a or the other side of the planet with a watt and a half, and a stiff tailwind, pretty much, <laughs> and a really good antenna, and you need fifteen hundred watts to do it. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Jim likes to point antennas at people's homes and make their fluorescent lights light up. Yeah, <laughs> not really, but not really, but yeah, he's but actually, he knows that he, but he knows he's, he can. He's actually got a he's actually got a, a ten meter satellite dish. I'm talking about diameter of the right. dish is ten meters yeah. wow. on his property up north. Yeah, yeah. Um, he likes bouncing signals off the moon and doing crazy ass stuff. It's pretty funny because he can. Because just because he can, we call it mission control. Yes. Nice. So, uh, speaking of uh, taking apart tube televisions for their parts, did anyone see the season premiere of Fringe this week? Yes. (laughs) No. Come on, somebody did that in the episode. The heathens here uh, don't follow Fringe either. Such a good show. Ridiculous. Time in a day. (laughs) They're doing the whole. uh, It's the first show I've really come across that does the parallel universe thing and it seems to be doing it up right exploring a lot of i mean how do you have a love triangle with two people they yeah. pull it off because you have two versions of the one person from two different universes right they, uh. how, how would that work exactly well here's how but they're also into the territory of okay what happens if you erase someone from history so they erased a major character from existence and now the show is the way it would have been if that person had never existed hmm. sort of gotcha 
Sort of, kind of. Well, yeah, then you have the observers. But that's a whole other thing. It, they've built paradoxes. a great mythos that's not hard, to, not too hard to wrap your head around um, with some very interesting characters. Um, who is the actor John Noble, who mm-hmm. plays Walter and Walter Nett? Played Denethor in yes. Lord of the Rings. And he's now on a show called Dark Matters. Really? Mm. Yes. It's all about the dark and twisted side of science, and it's all true stories. And it's actually a really cool show. I've been watching it. He gets to play a version of his character who literally is missing a few chunks of his brain and has been in an insane asylum for 17 years. And then his alternate version of himself, who's not altered in any way, but who, who has had some not terribly nice things happen to him. So he gets to play a really dark, intelligent um scheming version of the character and a completely demented, wacky, funny, weird version of the character. And he's as an actor, he's just got to be having a field day with it. Mm, I but bet. He's, but he's nailing it. I mean, you, you never forget which of the two you're looking at, and you they're separate in your mind. You don't... Until I'm looking at the show from the outside and thinking, oh, this is the same actor playing two roles. When you're watching the show, it's just... It's Walter and Walter Nett, and they're, they're, mm. he does such a good job separating them. It's like, okay, that's a pretty damn good actor. Nice. But mm. I've, I've liked him in pretty much everything I've ever seen him in. But this one is a particularly uh, good example of the breed. Yeah. So if you're not kids. watching that show, then you there's something wrong with you. You should slap yourself. No, there's just not enough time in all in the, the world. Day. Yeah. That's what one of my games? top five shows on TV, though. That's that's a must-watch show. Well, I'm, I'm just kind of amazed it has survived as long as it has. Because, on Fox. Exactly. Friday <laughs> night's on Fox. It's a Friday night science fiction fox-based genre show i mean it, it that was invented I mean, by must be the end days. Abrams. yeah but they've gotten far enough into the storytelling where even if they were canceled this season they could probably uh make a good a good closure to the to the mm. storyline hmm. you get past that second or third season critical mass and yeah Writers can usually do a good job of kind of wrapping things up. Yeah. Um, or if you get a major motion picture, you can do the Serenity thing. Right. How, yes. that, how often does that happen? That was cool. It was, um, and I wish it would happen more often. Just, yes. just give us some closure, damn you. Where were you going with this story? I want to know. <sighs> yep. Uh, pushing Daisies, we miss you so. <laughs> one of those shows where I want to know where they were taking this. <laughs> what exactly the hell was going on there? Nope, not going to tell you. Nothing. Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. Bitter, 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 bitter. Yeah. Those were good. Mm. Yeah, what are you going to do? Just, uh, you just want to sit down with the writers and say, please tell me how it ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just explain it to me. I need to sleep at night. You can at least just tell me about it. Exactly. You don't have to make it. Just tell me about it. Yeah. Or they See, that's where fan fiction it. comes from. No, fan you fiction. Know, <laughs> mental masturbation. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And then Riker screwed Picard. But anyway. Yep. Uh, oh, God. What? Fanfic. Oh. Real live breathing furry. <laughs> and Hermione, Hermione Granger all at the same yep. time. Yep. Wrap it up. <laughs> I'll take it. You think? Yeah. I think we're done, kids. Don't do drugs. So remember, if you want to be included in the drawing, you can go to our Casually Hardcore page on btwproductions.com. Go to the right-hand side, click on the tip jar, and go ahead and make your contribution. Whatever or it may be. Whatever it may be. And if you've already contributed, you're already um, your name is already entered. And go to Facebook mm-hmm. and search for Casually Hardcore to find the page. And Daxa has... 
put up a picture of the loot, which is mm-hmm. fairly I mean, definitely more epic than last year. Yes, it is way more epic. Uh, I, I I did a lot of hunting for loot this year. And success. <laughs> yeah. So you've got tons of t-shirts in there. You've got a couple of games, some real go- real great posters, um, a camera, some decks of cards, all kinds of good stuff. So definitely donate so we can have enough money in the PayPal account to pay for shipping for this enormous amount of gear, <laughs> possibly internationally, depending on who exactly. wins. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Possibly internationally. <laughs> so the money will be put to instant good use to deliver the, the bag, bag to the winner. <laughs> exactly. Because right now we're hovering right around zero because we blew our wad yeah. on, on packs. Which was awesome. Totally worth it. Thank Not you. saying, but we do need to kind of do a little replenish. Replenish, my God. So <laughs> please... Uh, all donations are appreciated and welcomed and will be put towards, if you check out the accounting thread on vtwproductions.com's forums, we try to keep track of, uh, or let you know where your money is being spent. So just want to see what we spend on, the fun recording devices and or microphone upgrades, which is kind of the next thing on my radar is to get us all converted to condenser mics, but oh, that's, nice. there's five of us and we have to kind of do it all at once. Yeah. That's, that's expensive. It's expensive yeah. when you got to do five at once. Yeah. So we'll see how we do on that one. But I digress. Thank you for all of your generous contributions to date. And future contributions are welcome. And you will be entered into the drawing, which will happen on the show after October 1st. Exactly. Yep. Excellent. <sighs> you have been listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. I have been Nomoise. I have been Quinora. I have been Dexa. Yeah, I've been Grail. We are... Out of here. Bye bye, radio people. The bomba did a 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 the clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny weather happy trails to you till we meet again